following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Alan Rieger getting traded to Minnesota changes nothing. Six foot four guys running four fours. These guys don't grow on trees. And a lot of times I'm on the bet, especially, you know, long term on the freak athlete. You don't ever want to overreact to what guys look like in preseason. There's been a ton of preseason all stars that never make rosters or, or never pan out. There's the whistle. Good morning, Belly Up Fantasy Live. How are we all doing this morning? Uh, I am Chase Thornton coming to you from the Mott and Bailey Basin Bar. This is Belly Up Fantasy Live with me, as per usual, is Kevin Wilson down there. Uh, Hey, yeah, it's ready to go. There's a lot of of stuff to talk about in the sports world. We were just bringing it up. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I missed that the last couple weeks, so I'm glad to be back. Worked two weeks ago, and then last Sunday was my uh, wife's birthday. And I have to say, she really got a kick out of you uh, giving her that shout out at the beginning <laughs> of the show last week. She really liked that a lot. Well, so. well, good. Hey, you got to do something for for 29th birthday. So, right. awesome, exactly. excellent. <laughs> no, welcome back. Oh, it's good to have you back. Good to see everybody. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of good, lot going on in the sports world this week. I mean, like we just said, we've got. I mean, the, obviously, the NCAA tournaments are going on right now. Uh, up in my neck of the woods, we're even paying attention to the women's hockey tournament because the Badgers will be playing uh, today Badgers. against the yeah. Uh, yeah, the Badger women's hockey team. They came back, came from behind, beat our big rivals, Minnesota, uh, to make it to the championship game against Ohio State today. So, that I mean, that'll be fun. Uh, big, you know, we got the, obviously, our neck of the woods, uh, you know, our other neck of the woods. WBC is going on right now. You know, U.S. with a That's big right. win last night, big come from behind win last night. A grand slam by Mr. Trey Turner. So. Yeah, what a, yeah, it was just a good game. That was a good game. There's both teams had a both teams had a four run inning. I mean, it was three to two after the first first inning. I mean, yeah, it, that was a good game. That was a good game. Uh, nobody blew their knee out celebrating afterwards, which is right. awesome. And uh, you know, March Madness is under underway. We've had some big upsets it's already. Fully mad, yeah. Yeah, Kansas, the defending <laughs> champion, down already. Out. Purdue, which I'd rather not even discuss that. Yeah, I was, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. as I was telling you, I grew up in Indiana, so I was like, "All right, Purdue." Well, it's all wrong, Purdue. Well, and I, I'm a Wisconsin so. fan, so yeah, Purdue basketball <laughs> is on my short list of of hated programs anyway. But I mean, the last three years now, you've lost that- a 13, a 15, and a 16. It's yeah, just go away. Yeah, and you know, I know this is a football show, but that game to me showed exactly what's wrong with basketball today. Man. Because they Purdue was one of is one of the tallest teams in the tournament, and uh, Zach Eady is the tallest player in one of Big the Ten smallest, and they didn't throw it inside. They kept shooting threes, and they were like six for twenty-seven or something crazy. And so Matt Painter, their coach might want to think about some other line of employment to me because yeah. that loss is on him. Zach Eady is the ta- seven foot four is the tallest, tallest player in big 10 history, national player of the year on several lists and, 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 and big 10 player of the year didn't, didn't have the a shot attempt in the last 12 minutes. Don't understand. Get it to him. They couldn't stop him. You put the shot up. If it goes in great. If it doesn't, he got fouled. So I just, 
Well, like you Purdue. said, and like you said, FDU is is literally the shortest team in Division yeah, One college team basketball. Averages six foot three. Yeah. Going up against Edie, who's set. I don't even know how tall he is. Seven four. Seven, seven four. four. Holy man! Tallest player that, in Big so. Ten history. Just, okay, yeah. so that was a mismatch that they should have. He should have had like forty-two points. Right. And so on he, top of all that, we've got on top of all that, we've got NFL free agency going on, which is going to be the topic agency. of today's show. But we're going to, yeah, we'll start things off as as we talked about right before we came on here. The Aaron Rodgers situation is near and dear. Near dear to my heart <laughs> uh, and it, it kind of is overshadowing a lot of the other things going on between between rogers and the the willy won't he you know end up traded which it looks like he will but uh between that and lamar jackson's situation we've actually got you know several teams in the nfl it seemed like they're they're kind of on hold just waiting for those kind those two things to shake out and uh yeah obviously we had rogers come on the pat mcafee show last week and it wasn't, it wasn't his decision. He wasn't announcing his decision. He was right. just clearing up what his decision was that no one else in the world knew what his decision was going to be. So yeah. he wasn't announcing yeah. his decision. He was just clarifying what decision he had already made that no one else knew about. Yeah, okay. He's he's a little more philosophical so him than and, I am. And Pat McAfee, I'd like to know the, the, the secret sauce that the two <laughs> share or something, because that's where he goes to... Uh, Put out these little tidbits and yeah. um yep so did you see the tweet that he sent or the 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 text reply that he sent to adam schefter though somehow adam uh, schefter i i oh yes 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 in 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 number nice but, try though. yeah yeah that whole <laughs> i know this is your you know neck of the woods and all that but i have to oh, no. think that that the packers are absolutely fed up to hear with aaron Rodgers. And uh, they couldn't do anything because he was, you know, defending, you know, NFL MVP and everything else. But he did not play well last year. The Packers did not play well. And so let's get a deal done. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. And it doesn't help that he goes on that show and announces his intention to play for the Jets, which means that they're the only one in the fight. (laughs) Now they're locked. So they're not going (laughs) to negotiate against themselves. And so, and I was just reading that uh, if they made this trade, what is it after June first? Yeah. Then that helps the Packers. Uh, Saves them tremendously. You know, Saves a ton. Yeah, their, yeah. their cap space and everything else. But do they actually want to do that? Because then they get no trade. You know, if they do it before the trade, at least they get something for him. Right. Yeah. This, you no, know that. Yeah. That. There's a lot. There's a lot of timing issues. There's no deadline that they have to do this move by because of the structure of his contract they don't have to pay anything out or what until like week one of the season so there's it's not like one of those kinds of things where like oh there's a roster bonus due on may 1st that's worth half the you know gnp of of a small (laughs) european nation right but like you said, the whole point of this is to get something back for him. And if you're going to get draft picks back, especially as high as it's rumored the Packers are looking, you'd prefer to get it this year. You'd prefer to right. get that for this they're, season. They're, they, they but we're coming up on that. For him and I'm, uh, uh, that's not going to happen. No, I, I yeah, that, that June 1st, that June 1st giving date. Him, giving them yes. two firsts. Right. Yeah, no, they're yeah that that's not happening. I, I in my wildest, if he was most optimistic dreams, sure. that wouldn't happen. Right. I, I think, you know, hey, 
if you can get them to send you so, a, like a this year's second, you're not getting this year's first because they picked two two picks before you do. You'd, you'd end up with a 13 and 15th picks in the in a, which would be huge, would be awesome for me. Ain't gonna happen in a realistic world. Uh, but if you get them to say maybe give you this year's second right. and maybe a conditional first for next year, like oh if if you know, they did this with with Favre when they traded Favre to the same damn team 15 years ago or whatever right. it was. Um, they, you know, it was a conditional pick that they traded that could escalate up to, I believe a first rounder ended up a third rounder, but yeah, it was, it was all, if, if, if he plays so many games and if they make the playoffs and if they win the championship, we see those kinds of trades all the time, all those kinds of, you know, escalators for, for compensation. If you can get them to agree to something like that, where it becomes almost likely that you get a first next year. Yeah. Hey, if he's on that team. They look, and if he can put it together and, and, you know, get his timing down, which it's a whole other but conversation we won't the, talk about. What, the other thing I don't understand, because last year he was all like, well, you know, these are new wide receivers. And I'm not and used freaking to them and everything else. And so what's the Jets go out and get the same wide receiver. So that makes no sense, whatever to me. And, um, all, you know, wide receivers are all, you know, packing to go East to uh, New York right. now and Lazard and all that. And, but he wasn't happy with his wide receiver. So that I, if someone could explain that to me, <laughs> that would be, I would be. Yeah. I don't upsetting. have, I don't have enough weapons. Trade me away. Oh, by the way, new team, yeah, bring me all the weapons, weapons I just had. That right. Weren't enough, but and they're my so, buddies. Yeah. What it, what it, what do we let, cause this is going to happen at some point. So he goes to the jet. Okay, so now, even in his own division, you've got Allen over there, you got Tua over there, you've got in the, you know in the, in that conference, you got you know Patrick Mahomes, you've got Herbert, Burrow, you've got Lamar, Burrow, yep. and, 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 and it just goes on and on. So even if they make this move, which well, when they make it, does not mean the Jets are all of a sudden going to be kings of the AFC. No. Not at all. They've got a great. They, they've got a. They've got a great young nucleus. They seem to be. I mean, it's the most important position in, in pro sports. Sports right. period. They well, seem to be a quarterback away goalie, from being real contenders. Goalie in the NHL is the most important position in sports. That's my personal. Well, yeah, that, and that, that's an interesting debate. We could have a different time, but right. Um, but but yeah, either either game, way, yeah, they look it, like they're a quarterback away from being real contenders. Crime is they almost made it last right. year. Well, Without being a real contender means you win 10 games. Right. Maybe a nine. Right. So, you know, are, are we talking about being a contender? Are we talking about a team who legitimately has a chance to play in the AFC title game? Right. Right. Or further. Here's, I don't, here's that, my final coda on, on the whole thing. And from a Packer fan standpoint, because yeah, it, it if we hadn't gone through the the far thing starting 20 years ago and ending finally 15 or whatever, when they finally traded him, uh, this would still be annoying. But having been through it twice now, it's like, yeah, right. Even I am ready to move on. You got Aaron Rodgers that seems to trying to undercut the Packers at every single move. You know, I've made and they've the held point. them hostage for what three years now, whatever it is. Right. And so I've made Jordan. the point for a couple years here that like, listen, 
we've been spoiled up here in Green Bay because we've had back-to-back right. Hall of Fame quarterbacks. We've had Hall of Fame quarterback play for 30 years. There are what, Packer fans who have never known anything else. Wasn't it his first year, 1994? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, 92, I believe. Yeah. 92. So, I mean, we've okay, literally had three decades. For the last 30 years, yes, of Hall of Fame four, quarterback, Hall play. of Fame level quarterbacks, and people and can complain about all the Super Bowl wins. wins to show for it. Yeah, no, well, but they have, but they have two Super Bowl wins. I'll take that. Well, I'll take that right. over what a lot right. of other teams have. But absolutely, we've been spoiled by that. Everybody says, "Oh, let him go, let him go, let him go." You don't just get that. You don't. Right. You don't always follow up Joe Montana with Steve Young. You don't always no. follow up Brett Favre with Aaron Rodgers. It just does not happen all the time. And right. everybody, great. Hey, they see Aaron Love every day, or Aaron Love, Jordan Love every day over there in the Packer front office. They do what they do. I do what I do. I talk about it on, on a fo- right. show about fake If football. he was ready, this would have happened two years ago. If but he was I ready, just, this man. would have happened two years ago, despite the fact that he's, it sucks he, letting he go NFL MVP. It sucks letting go of, of 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 a Hall of Famer, but at this point, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm uh, I'm ready to be done with it. Ready to be done with it. Right. Bart Starr never and, did that. Know, so, considering the fact he's he's 39, yeah, right? oldest, yeah, oldest. So, yep. So, and, and 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 all this talk about that he said, oh, you know, I was leaning towards retirement before he went into the dungeon of darkness or whatever, right? I didn't buy that for one single second. He does not want to go in the same NFL Hall of Fame class with the <laughs> GOAT. Tom Brady. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to have to share that moment. That was, yep. No, that was never going to happen. So he could spin that yarn from here to Timbuktu. I would never bought that. Never. Yeah. Nope. I, yeah, I, I agree. I am ready to be done with it. I'm ready to move on. Actually, I'm ready to talk about some NFL free agency moves and let Aaron twist in the wind for a little while longer if we can. Let, first right. off, let's listen to our uh, our first spot here from our good friends over at RexMD. We come back on the other side. Let's uh, let's dive into the AFC free agent moves and and what really means something and what really necessarily doesn't mean anything. But first off, like we said, let's hear from our good friends over at RexMD. Fellas, do you sometimes need a little help in the bedroom? Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at RexMD are here to help you make this the best night of your life. Erectile dysfunction is a common medical issue that over 30 million men in the U.S. tackle every day. We've all had those nights where we get too nervous and just need a little help. The doctors at RexMD will evaluate you online, no office visit needed, and ship medication directly to your door before the big day. With RexMD, they're here to help and provide you with real FDA-approved medications at the best price. Act now to take advantage of their Valentine's Day deal by heading to RexMD.com slash bellyup. Our exclusive deal will save you up to 90% off where you'll pay as low as $2 per dose on generic Viagra instead of $90 plus on Viagra. That's RexMD slash bellyup. For 90% off, your partner will thank you. All right, so get yourself over there to RexMD.com. Use that promo code BELLYUP. Get yourself back in the game. All right. So, yeah, let's move on here to the, to the yeah, AFC. Let's talk about yeah, let's talk about the little more positive. It's too bad our, our, our good friend uh, Andrew couldn't be with us today because I would be really interested to hear what he has to say about what his team is doing up there in new england oh, big, big time and let, let's start there in the afc east and let's let's start with new england there 
a uh, couple of big moves that they've made uh bringing in if just off top of the uh you know off top here the big move obviously bringing in Juju Smith Schuster uh 3 years 33 million uh that which seems to be an 11 million dollar annual average value seems to be right now the market for the top wide receivers that are available out there yeah. it's the yeah. same thing that Myers signed for essentially down in down in in Los Angeles or Las Vegas it's the same thing Lazard signed for in New York but Juju Smith-Schuster to New England. What do you make of that move? Let's not pretend that these guys are top-level wide receivers. No, but they're the top guys that are on the market right now. Okay. And so when you talk about Smith-Schuster, right, Mm. you talk about James Robinson, Mm -hmm. and you talk about Mike Gesicki. Mike Gesicki. Okay. Now, these moves do not, you know, I I don't need to be resuscitated, right, because I went unconscious because of these moves right here. Right. Yeah. So, and, and but last year, if James Robinson had was the subject, he it would have been a lot bigger this than it is this year because he fell off the earth. Right. Right. Even when he went to the Jets after uh, you know Travis Entian took over and everything else, he went to the Jets. That fell through, and then they lost their Brees Hall. He still was. You know, yeah, it stayed the Michael you know, Carter show. It was not, yeah, right. James Johnson so, did not move you, know, you could use radar or sonar or whatever else. You weren't finding him, and right. so any of these three moves don't do anything to move the needle for me as far as the Patriots are. Well, at, at first glance, yeah, that James Robinson move was a little bit of a. I was like, hmm, really? Yeah, but yeah, when you when you look more there. at it, yeah, you look more at it like you just said. He he was an ascendant player a couple years ago, but. The injury kind of derailed things for him. Travis Etienne uh, coming back off of his injury and looking so good last year for, for them uh, down in Jacksonville kind of, yeah, kind of took the shine off of James Robinson a little bit. Um, the nice thing, I, at first I was worried. I was like, oh, great. Are we, are we going back to, you know, the, the Belichick shenanigans at, at running back where we never know right. who's going to run the ball for them. running back is going to start from one series to the next. I think they are. I think they're locked in on Stevenson, which is good. From a fantasy standpoint, it's good to have that one guy that we know is going to be the dude, especially when it's a guy like Ramondre Stevenson, who already proved last year that he's a top 10 type running back uh, for fantasy purposes. James Robinson has been that kind of guy in the past, but is not that kind of guy now. I think he steps more into the Damian Harris role because obviously Damian Harris is on his way out the door. Um, so, I yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about that move from a fantasy standpoint. Mike Gesicki, um, I know they want two tight ends down there. They had two tight ends down there they until they traded John U. Smith and, to Atlanta. Yeah, and both of them, like you know, earlier radar. Where are and they? Mike Gesicki is not necessarily a tight end. Tight end either. He's not right. Yeah, he was. He's down not. In Miami. He's not like a Rob Gronkowski type. The game. No, he's he's much more a very large and not quite as quick slot receiver more so than a, than a tight end, tight end. This is not, you know, I mean, and Hunter Henry's good. Hunter Henry's a good player uh, at tight end. And he's still probably, he's the top tight end on their team now still. Obviously. But this is not a return to Rob Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez. I mean, this is, yeah, I'm not a giant fan of the Gasicki move. The Juju move. I like it, but only from the standpoint of they lost their number one guy in Jacoby Myers and let him walk but then they brought in Juju for the same money. And I mean, Smith Schuster looked okay with Patrick Mahomes last year, but he looked okay with Patrick Mahomes. 
Right. And he's going to Mac Jones okay, now. Right. I should catch eight passes a game <laughs> if, if, if Patrick Mahomes is my quarterback. My biggest thing here in New England right now is that I think they will do much better with Bill O'Brien, who is an actual offensive coordinator type, calling right. the plays that's, an offensive coordinator as opposed to, to Matt Patricia. Excited about Bill right? O'Brien. He's not even a player. They actually have a, a an offensive coordinator now instead of uh, three raccoons in a trench coat, like pretending to be offensive coordinators. Right. Well, yeah. That, so there. Yeah, that's I, I. I'm curious too to know what Duck thinks about that, but. Uh, moving around the rest of the AFC East Buffalo hasn't done a whole lot offensively, nope. mostly defensive moves, but again, I mean, they didn't really have a ton to do. Uh, right. they have maybe some work to do at running back after, you know, it looks like they're going to let Devin Singletary walk in free agency here. James cook doesn't necessarily look to me like a three down back, but, uh, but the, the other team, and we talked about Alan Lazard going to New York. Listen, Alan Lazard, I think, this is a nice move for Alan Lazard in the ter- in terms of the idea that it puts him back at where he is naturally most helpful for, to a team as a number two. I was big on Alan Lazard last year as a Packer fan, but also as a fantasy guy. Um, he had his big and he had his biggest year of his career. I just thought he would literally have twice what he did. Right. They didn't, but the whole team. The biggest year of his well. career is, you know, a number Still, two, yeah. three wide receiver. He's a he's a he's a number two. He's a very good receiver. Leading all-time receiver in Iowa State University history. Listen, he's a good pro player. And if they get Rodgers, when they get Rodgers in, it's a guy that Rodgers trusts stepping off the, out of the taxi. Right. But you want to make okay. sure that does not take away from Garrett Wilson over No, there. exactly. And because Garrett Wilson is, is a number one. A number one wide receiver. Yes. Garrett Wilson is a number one. Alan Lazard is a number two wide receiver. Yeah. You might uh, argue he's a two B. He, he, and he, he, he can be, he can, he's, he I think be he's an a. underrated player in terms of what he does on the field. But after last season, I've come around to the idea that he maybe is one of those guys who I would like on my team. If I were a real GM, not a fantasy GM. Right. Fantasy, you know, if he's your third wide receiver on your team, then hey, you, you know, great. Yeah, yeah I jumped uh, in way you're, early you're on him have, last year, and I I paid for it because the yeah, the someone's going to take him as the number two wide receiver, and that's too rich for my blood. I think he is a, uh, I I yeah, I would put him as a number three fantasy wide receiver right now, with two upside. If if right. if Rodgers comes in, if he's on your if fantasy that if that team, offense takes a jump forward, leave him yeah. there on your yeah. fantasy team. Yeah. So but if I'm someone, not moving him in dynasty. I'm not well, jumping on him. If someone buys them as a two way wide receiver, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. you know, in, in dynasty, I could, I could be talked into moving him. Yeah. yeah. If I, yeah, if I get the right offer, but that's, I mean, you get the right offer for anybody. I'm saying I'm not, I'm not, I'm yeah, not yeah, bailing on him in, in dynasty, but I'm also not going to jump no, on him in redraft not. either. Like I did last year. Um, right, but the other team yeah. in the East that's that's made a ton of moves here, uh, and and well, a ton of moves, but not a ton of earth shattering moves. Miami, the Dolphins are going to bring back every running back that that has ever played for the Dolphins, uh, including all four right. of them, yeah. or their four main guys last year. Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, Salvin Ahmed, and Miles Gaskin are all coming back, which right. which is, may be good for the team. That's terrible for fans. <laughs> Yeah, that's where we're headed with this. That's terrible I would love because going into the draft, you don't know Man. who, you don't know when, you don't know anything. So there will be no Miami running backs 
on my redraft team. No, definitely not. We we talked about James Robinson. Speaking of guys who played Florida running or you know running back in Florida two years ago and looked good, Miles Gaskin was a guy who had a couple of good years in a row. For he them. did two years ago. I had him on my team, and, and then the, yeah, and saved he popped a couple off for of like twenty whatever five whatever it was fantasy points. He did that a couple of times, and then yeah. turn right around and get you three. That 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 first year, that first year of Miles Gaskin, though, like his emergence, he was in the running for like like waiver pickup of the year kind of thing. Yes, like right. He really, got, I got him off the waiver wire. You got so. him for a song yeah. free off yeah, the waivers, absolutely. and he was a number two type in some weeks. So leave one these guys running. on the waiver wire. Maybe you know after things get rolling, see what what's what's what. Will had it I come down to can't be on the someone's going to take him. Yeah. So that's not an option of waiting on him on the way. Well, right. and Raheem Mostert is still maybe the maybe fastest running back in the entire team, uh, in right. the entire league. If they had brought back one of either Wilson or Mostert, I'd be much more excited about either right. guy. Absolutely. Having all four of these guys back, who they have get, and in my opinion, Ahmed should be four, but they don't necessarily treat him like that. They treat Gaskin as the four. Miles Gaskin, a guy who was a starting running back in fantasy and in real life two years ago, is their number four and hardly used. Who knows if he's even going to dress on game day half the time? Right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not excited about their backfield situation from a fantasy standpoint at all. No. These are guys that I would be looking to move if you could if you could talk somebody right. into if it. Get somebody excited somebody like you said. Believing Wilson is the number one wide a, uh, running back. Two. Yep. And he's a number two option in fantasy or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ship him if somebody actually buys that story. Big time. But don't call me up because his last name is Wilson. Think I'm going to be looking to make a move because that's not <laughs> Other thing that Mike or the Miami did, they bring in Mike White. Uh, so, you know, this, the, the, everybody's favorite, the backup quarterback, uh, especially in New York. Everybody's favorite backup quarterback is now moving to uh, Miami. Uh, this was an interesting. One yeah. for me because I thought hopefully Skyler Thompson acquitted himself well. Yeah, I, no, he did. Yeah. And a, you hope that he doesn't the see the field. But B, I thought Skyler Thompson looked like a legitimate NFL quarterback when he played he last did. year, especially in the and playoffs. So you know he got up to the playoffs, and he did not. He say he just, about it in that playoff game, he did not look like the game was too big for him. Now they didn't. No, they didn't win. No, it didn't. But they made it a game. That's right. And and I, I just like I said, Skyler Thompson showed that he can play quarterback in this league. And I don't think, and, and, and he's cheap, he's cheap as all hell right now. Right. He, Cause he's on, he's a, he's a rookie contract on a low, low, you know, round guy. Right. You don't have to pay your backup quarterback. What you paid Mike white. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to have to pay him like you did Andy Dalton. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. you could argue addition by subtraction because you took something away from New York, but if New York gets Aaron Rodgers, they didn't care about Mike white anyway. Right. So I, that was a bit of a head scratcher to me. It was one we thought we'll bring up our maybe, head uh, maybe, maybe our friend, uh, the professor, Commissioner uh, <laughs> Cooper, right? right? Well, maybe he's got better insight than I do on that. He's the commissioner. So maybe he could shed some light on why they made that particular move, right. given, like you said, Skyler's down there. Last move I want to talk about real quick, though, that the Dolphins made in the AFC East in general. This is the last, we'll, we'll move on to the North here in a second. But uh, the Dolphins bring in Braxton Berrios, speaking of ex-Jets. They bring in Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios is a, is a classic guy, classic guy that I would love to have on my real team. Haven't been necessarily as excited about no. him fantasy-wise. But 
now they've picked up a guy who can run that slot receiver position for them because they, they apparently don't want a tight end like Mike Kosicki running out of the slot. Braxton Berrios is a, is a legitimate slot receiver. He was maybe the most consistent guy outside of Garrett Wilson's explosion last year. Braxton Berrios was a very consistent receiver for, for New York. Plus he's a return guy and he's a good return guy. And having a good return guy like that means you don't have to chance uh, Tyreek Hill as a return guy. You can save Tyreek right. Hill. You can but, save Tyreek yeah. Hill for that game where you, you have to win it and you're down by six and you need a punt return late in the game. Okay, now if you want to try to put Tyreek Hill in to spark something, but you don't have to put Tyreek Hill out there for four, five, six punt returns a game anymore. You don't even, you don't even have to think about it because you've got a legitimate return man now. That's right. You Bears. make sure that you keep him locked down on the sideline. <laughs> right. So that he Especially after get out when there he, return after punt. he shows he still got it and wins the sprint championship at the at the minor league uh track USA track and field <laughs> event the other day, but he won it going away. I don't know if you saw that tape, but yeah, I mean, I did not. Tyree kill could still, I mean, yeah, not that we didn't know no that anyway, but he can, the man can whether run. he can or cannot get that, get it going. He can't. So. so let's move AFC North. I said, we were going to move on to the AFC North. Not a lot, not a ton going on in the AFC not North. A ton. The Bengals signing offensive linemen. Yes. And so that's of course, you know, that's the whole thing when it comes to him. They uh, can't have him sacked 16 times a game. No, exactly. They, they tried that last season with mixed results, except for when they needed the results. Right. They were not there. And so they don't, re- they don't need playmakers, obviously. No, they've, no, they've got, they've got a ton of playmakers. Now they did lose in San, San, sticking with the Bengals. They did yeah. lose Samaj P Ryan, but that's there. That's their second string running back. They'll probably bring back. You know, they'll probably keep mixing around. But yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh hasn't done a ton in this division right now in free agency. They've signed. They've done a lot of defensive moves, which is good because I I said it last yeah. year all the time. Pittsburgh needed to get back to being a Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh defense, and they were not defense. Right. Baltimore hasn't done a ton because I think they're waiting to see what happens with Lamar. Listen, if you don't want to wait any longer, just give the man a flipping contract. That's my take on things, but well, what do I know? My about- take on it is if he wants a fully guaranteed deal, it's not, not going to happen. You're talking two about a dude. Ago, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But he's been injured the last two years, and you cannot sit up there and talk about how I'm the top quarterback right. on the free agent mark, whatever, if you've been injured and missed significant time the last two years and and that's why and, and, these and uh, unfortunately he doesn't he has every right to to represent himself and i am all right for the all idea that, of guys not if they can himself. do it no in that's this situation not. it's not helping because he doesn't have no, anybody it's not helping he, him it's not helping baltimore no he and doesn't have that so, agent in his ear right now telling him listen this is what we realistically can expect this is what we can push for this is the middle ground like a house negotiation, right? You're like you right. never, you know, you don't offer full price. You offer you, and then they come back and they say, "Oh, we want more than what you." You go back and forth. He's got his mom, literally his mom, who loves him more than anybody on the planet because it's his mom, and she should. Well, you know, for right. you, yeah. But he's got his mom in his ear as his main, as his main 
support and his main advisor. And who, of course, your mom's going to say, no, get more, baby, get more. You know, like you're worth more than that. Well, of course he's worth more than that to your fucking mom, right? Get right. A, get an agent in there or get somebody in there who at least knows the realism of the landscape, okay? Deshaun Watson didn't get right. himself that's, $230 that's other, million guaranteed. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's agent got himself, right. got him if, $230 if, million. If you're looking to the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> right? That's the model for what As I, the I, model of anything, right? Player Listen, movement, contract. This is not a speaking whatever, of conversations yeah, we don't want to have. Not going to help your case whatsoever. You didn't want to talk about Purdue's collapse in the NCAA tournament. Listen, uh, the freaking Haslam's who own the, the the Browns just bought a controllable share of the Milwaukee Bucks, and that's my team. So I, yeah, I don't. Speaking of situations, I Uh-oh. don't want to talk about. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to talk about the Browns and their yeah, model they're, for a franchise the team in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. So yeah, <laughs> I'd be a everywhere. little I'd be a little leery. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, so. I'm, this may be but, the last uh, yeah, hurrah back, this season before the Haslam's get their claws into things. But yeah, no, so, you know, getting getting back to uh, Baltimore. Getting, but, yeah, getting yeah, back to so, Baltimore. You know, Lamar has just, Lamar has to you know, sign. You, they have to get him. In. I wear glasses. Maybe he needs glasses. All right, <laughs> put on your glasses and then look and see what. The real deal is not not the rose covered ones, all right. No, the not rose yeah, covered. No. No, right. the bifocal, so like, get something you know, and it'll help. That you. will show you the real landscape. And this this is Definitely. a deal that should have been done a long time ago. Yeah. But it's it's just he's looking for that guaranteed money. He's not gonna get it. And he's right. not gonna get any nibbles from another team because then they have to give up two first round picks Nobody and a guaranteed right deal. Now. For a player that's been injured two years in a row, not going to happen. Two uh, years there, ago, there, like there, there said, are very few teams who would not love to have Lamar Jackson's absolutely. talent at quarterback. Absolutely, there are very few teams who want to give up two first round picks teams that would love yes. to have him, but they're not going to give him a guaranteed deal, and they're not going to give up yeah. two first round picks. Lamar, yeah, somebody's got to blink in that situation and get that done with because obviously Baltimore hasn't done a whole hell of a lot. Period waiting on that situation and, and you right. can't blame them. So Pittsburgh nobody. hasn't done much fantasy wise. Now we're talking Pittsburgh right. hasn't done much. Baltimore hasn't done much. Cincinnati hasn't done much except lose guys other than, and this was, yeah, this is the biggest move to talk about with them, but it is relevant. Bringing yeah, in Orlando absolutely. Brown four That's years, right. 64 million. Now they already had a left tackle, Jonah Williams, who is apparently now on the trade block. Didn't do great last year, but played better toward the end of the season. But like you said, we're talking about... You need about, a lockdown left tackle. They need to protect Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is the franchise. Joe Burrow is one of the handful of guys who could be Mr. AFC if Patrick Mahomes has a down year. Yeah, if, it's amazing whatever. what he has accomplished given the fact that he gets sacked. He's always on his ass, yeah. Right. And Playing so, on one and a half legs and always on his butt. But, and yet, yeah, look look at the heights that they've risen to. Now, like you said, they've got a ton of playmakers already. This is not a team that had to go out and no. try to trade for Aaron Rodgers and bring in all the free agent wide receivers and trade for Brandon Cooks and everybody else. This is not a team that had to do that. But uh, bringing in Orlando Brown, trying to solidify that offensive line, and they made moves last year to try to solidify the offensive line. They did. Line. And um, like I said, it, it had – some success. Well, they, yeah, they had success till they had some injury problems too, success, though. Right. He didn't get it. 
No, that's the best move they could have made was trying to show up the offensive line, I believe, there. Cleveland, we talked about Cleveland. They haven't done a lot outside of defense. They did bring in Jordan Akins, who uh, has played with Watson yeah, in the past. But yeah, you're talking about a guy who's going to be a backup. over that move. No, you're talking about the second tight end, at best, the second tight end on the team behind David Njoku, who, is, who had a very good year, finally looked like what we thought David Njoku should look like. Right. And can only get can only get better as he gets develops more rapport with with Watson. Right. And let's and not forget that Harrison field. Bryant in Cleveland has been a good second tight end. This is a guy that won the Mackey Award in college as the best tight end, has been a capable tight end so far in his couple of years in the league here. So you bring in Jordan Aikens. I mean, yeah, you're talking about at best a second tight end. Not a lot going on in the AFC North from a from a fantasy standpoint. Uh, and you know, big free agent signings. Uh, likewise, if we want to talk about the AFC South, not a lot going on here. Jacksonville's mostly done some defensive moves, brought some guys in. They made their big splash in free agency last season when they brought in Christian Kirk, and it turned out to be a right. brilliant but move. Beautiful it's not move. a free agency move, but they uh, they get the wide receiver who hopefully is not betting on any more football games. <laughs> right, it's like they signed one after they 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 make the the the. Calvin Ridley moved last season. He is right. reinstated. He will be on that team this year. This Now you're talking about you've got Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley as your one-two. You've talked about Zay Jones, who was a number two receiver in every sense of the word, That's right. real life and fantasy-wise. Right. You now could argue he's your he three, might have been 1B. But right? Two. And now he's your three. And they're going to bring back Evan Ingram, and they've still got Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this is this and Travis Etienne. This uh, this is a team to watch in the South. This is a team to watch in the South. But they haven't made a ton of moves outside of shoring up the defense. But that's what they needed to shore up, especially in the first since place. Tennessee is disintegrating before our eyes and has not done anything. They've made some offensive line moves. They've made some defensive moves. But they, yeah, there's nothing going on in Tennessee that makes anybody happy. Um, they've got they've got uh, Henry on the. Uh... On, on, on the, the uh, on the block, block ish, maybe yeah, we don't hear. Is he is Willie Wonny? But I mean, so the, yeah. the most active but team not, in the AFC South, twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Right? Most active team in the AFC South has actually been from free agency wise, and has been Houston. Uh, we've talked. I've talked about it a couple weeks in a row now, or at least mentioned they bring in Robert Woods. Not the exciting move it might have been uh, three years ago. Yeah, I was. Last year, I was kind of like, okay, Robert Woods could do something. And guess what? He didn't. My biggest thing about bringing in Robert Woods, the thing that I do like about the move is that whoever they have for a quarterback this season, because it looks like they're going in a different direction, looks like they will not be, uh, at least their first option is not to go with Davis Mills anymore at quarterback. It looks like they want to bring in somebody younger. Uh, they did bring in Case Keenum, who returns to Houston. Uh, okay. um, who, who is, who is not exciting, but is a good capable backup and has been a good pro quarterback. Right. And there are so, worse guys to have in that room to teach a young guy. Than so Case if you're Houston, I like Case who do you hope the Carolina Panthers pick at number one? <laughs> right. Right. Cause if I'm Houston, I want Stroud. Mm -hmm. I, th I, th I think if you're Houston, you want Stroud. If you're Carolina, you can't not want Stroud. You could right. be fine so if, they, if, if, they, if maybe they, they like Richardson, Stroud, I which know. I suspect they will. Then what does Houston do? Do they bring in the guy who's five foot five and you know <sighs> weigh one hundred and sixty pounds? Don't 
well, I'm not 100. I got 160 beat. I left 160 pounds a long time ago, but 5'5". Five, five, it's not knock 5'5". Five, five. But I'm not playing NFL quarterback either, especially right. at 44. Yeah, I, I'm not – I'm leery of Bryce Young, and I don't yeah. want to be that guy that falls into that trap of, well, he's he's too short to play the position. But well, sure. I don't want to be that guy. Doesn't I just mean I don't... as much anymore, obviously, because the guy's right. like Russell Wilson. But Russell Wilson wasn't 160 pounds. No, no, no. I, yeah, I, I think if you're Houston, you, yeah, you want either Stroud, Stroud or Richardson would be my, my pick. Yeah, if you, if you want Richardson, maybe you need to trade down because taking him number two overall, that's not a move. But we, you know, listen, we want to, you want to talk about the, the, the McAfee show. He had JJ Watt on the other day, and JJ Watt made a good point though about hey, he, and of course JJ Watt's a guy now who has been with Houston, obviously he's a Houston legend. Right. That's where he made his bones right? and has played with and knows Kyler Murray. Now who there's a lot, there's been a lot of comparisons between Bryce Young and Kyler Murray, which are lazy because, Oh, they're the same height. They must be the same player. Not in any way, shape no. or form. Everybody. No, no, back off. But he made the, he said, listen, if you're a pro team, if you think the guy can play football, take him. Don't worry that he's not six foot five. Don't worry about all that. Else. If you think he can play football, take him. Bryce Young did what Bryce Young did in college against the SEC, basically right. against a ton that's, of other NFL guys. He argument. wasn't pulling this off Pulling in the whack Georgia against Fresno and, State and or the right, Mountain West. Georgia yeah. and, and, and LSU and right? all those guys. So that's a, that's a legitimate point as well. But I'm yeah. saying I would still rather have Stroud. Yeah, if I'd GM, rather have the prototypical guy or the freak athlete that that Richardson looks to be. I'd rather have one of those two guys. You're right. I that's my agree. I agree with that too. But having Keenum in the in the room is good for whomever they take, because right. I like I like Case Keenum as a professional quarterback as a right. as, as someone no who you can rely on. Ranger. Right, right. Yeah, he knows he's not going to go in there and be you know. The star quarterback. And Houston knows. D'Amico Ryans knows. They're not going to come in there and light the world on fire. This is a winnable division, but not for Houston. Right. This is not a this is not a it's juggernaut a division. division. Partly because Houston's in that division. <laughs> right. But they're not going to light the world on fire this year, whoever takes snaps. So you don't have to rush CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, or anybody else that you take. Right. Will Levis, you don't have to push that guy to start this year. You can afford to let that dude sit for a year or two because you're not contending anyway. So a guy like Case Keenum, who is capable of playing the position, especially for a team that's in this position, I like that move. They bring in Noah Brown uh, at receiver. Again, not an earth-shattering move, but the big news this morning is they trade oh. Brandon Cooks to Dallas. So Brandon Cooks, once again, who should have a, endorsement deal with Mayflower moving company by, by now, uh, most traded Absolutely. dude anywhere, but he'll move North to, to Dallas, uh, for us. What looks like a, a fifth round pick this year and on a conditional six next year, not expensive, but so they lose Brandon no. cooks. They are resetting the board in Houston. That's all well and good, but you want to make sure, cause you bring it, especially if it's, if it's Bryce. And you, start, you need to make sure that that guy stays upright. Right. Right. You need to. Now, yeah, they still have Brevin Jordan at, at tight end who underwhelmed last year. Um, 
but yeah, yeah you want to have somebody for, for whoever to throw to. And if they throw do make the decision protect. to push their young guy in, he needs somebody to play with and somebody to throw to. Hopefully, <clears throat> Damian Pierce can be healthy <laughs> yeah, and look he, like he looked last he's healthy, year. He looked good. Yeah. So you're running back positions, good shape, probably. Only and, other uh, thing we saw, only other thing we saw in the AFC South before we move on to the West, only other thing we saw in the AFC South, Indianapolis. Uh, first off, they signed Matt Gay to like the best free agent contract a kicker could ever have, which is good. I like Matt Gay's a good kicker anyway, and it's fantasy, and kickers play in fantasy in a lot in most formats. Matt Gay moving from what was not a great offense last year, and he still scored points, to now an offense which could be better, but is indoors, and he's not going to have to worry. He's, he's going to be indoors more than half the season. Uh, I like that move. They also bring in Gardner Minshew, that Gardner. quarterback. Speaking of teams who need a quarterback, yeah. they bring in Gardner yeah, Minshew. About another guy who should have a, a, a deal with, with the moving van. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, so – Gardner Minshew is a guy who moves the needle a little bit more than he probably should. Almost moves it from a social media standpoint or yeah. like an, yeah, a fan excitement standpoint more than an actual football standpoint. Right. Either in real or fantasy. But this is a team that wants a young starter, quarterback. Yeah. If he's the starter, which he's going to be the starter, at least to start the season. You would think it looks like it right you would, now. Yeah. So you know if he's out there on your waiver wire in your uh, in your league, might be a player oh, yeah. you might want to go get. Oh, he was a guy I listed a couple of weeks ago under in when we were talking about dynasty quarterbacks. He's a guy you want on your roster in Absolutely. dynasty. You definitely want this because he's 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 a guy that's going to play. He's a guy that's going to he might if he's the starter this year. He's a starter this year. If a guy goes down, you know he's the kind of backup quarterback that can play the position and will and will be there solid. He, uh, you don't necessarily want every second string quarterback in the league, but he's no. one of those second string quarterbacks that, you know, can come in and score you some fantasy points. So I but like he, that. Yeah, but too. he's a second stringer who looks like the first stringer. At least right now, at, where at is that? He does. So especially if you're in a two quarterback league, that's got value. So AFC West, we'll move to the AFC West and then we'll move on. Uh, we'll, we'll listen to our, our next spot here and then we'll move on to the NFC quick, but a AFC West, Kansas City hasn't done a ton other than letting Orlando Brown walk and bringing in Jawan Taylor, which is a bit of a head scratcher to me because he's a right tackle that they're bringing in to play left tackle and protect the most important quarterback in the game. Right. So, and good so luck as we mentioned, that. left tackle is where you talk about quarterback is number one position and, and your left tackle, unless he's a left-handed quarterback. Unless you got a left right. hand. Yeah. Right. right. And so the left tackle guy, you can make an argument as the second most important spot on your on your football team. Definitely. And so, yeah, so that – if you're going to – a right tackle guy playing left tackle. It's a bit of a head-scratcher move for me. It is. Uh, Chargers haven't done a whole lot. Obviously, there's there's the the Austin Eckler trade request scuttlebutt going around, but they've they've got – Speaking of teams that have playmakers, they've got a they've got a bunch of good wide receivers. They've got Gerald Everett. They did bring Donald Parham, the young tight end back, who is a guy I do like in dynasty formats, but nothing really much going on in Los Angeles yet. So it'd be interesting to see what happens with their new offensive coordinator yes. out there. Yes, Kellen Moore. So, and, and what's yes, he Kellen gonna Moore yeah, I, and uh, 
If I'm Austin like, Eckler, I don't know that I like want to be on a town. older than, than his quarterback. <laughs> right? So. Could probably still be his backup, um, so. which is and, another move they made. They brought back so. Easton Stick as their backup in yeah, Los Angeles. But, so it would be interesting to see what happens out there. That's got to be a good thing that uh, the head coach is, you know, letting uh, somebody else run that offense. Yes. Hopefully someone else not making the, the weird decisions that, that, that they've made out there. But Las Vegas and Denver yeah. have been the two most uh, active teams out there. Now the Raiders, the Raiders, they yeah. bring in as we as we Jimmy mentioned, Jacoby G. Myers, three years, thirty three right. million Jimmy to be G. their number two. He's going to be Jacoby well, Myers yeah. is going to be their number two wide receiver now because nobody's right. supplanting Devontae Adams as a number no. one wide receiver. No. But and then as you said, they let Derek Carr walk. They bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. This is another team that maybe wants a young quarterback. But they've got Jimmy Garoppolo, and if, and Jimmy Garoppolo, this looks like the classic bridge quarterback situation. Um, we'll see what they do now in the draft, if they draft the young guy or not. But either way, they've got Garoppolo. They the the contract is three years, sixty seven and a half million. It's not a killer quarterback contract. It's not going to eat up the same amount on their salary cap that some other teams do. You know that if, and that is a giant if with Jimmy Garoppolo. But if he stays healthy. He's a good starting quarterback. You know, um, he, he, he'll get it done except for the, you know, the occasional big turnover. That he, right? you know, but uh, he usually does those big turnovers after they built a lead. Right. So, St- and and so, honestly, statistically. And, and Waller getting traded out of there. That hurts. Uh, that, that hurts. That I'm not really fully getting. No, so, that uh, hurts you know, to me. Yes. And, and uh, especially when you're about, bringing in Garoppolo, you're bringing in a guy right. who likes to you're use the, that athletic tight, ends, tight end. And there's, you know, 10 legitimate tight ends, maybe in the NFL. And uh, Waller, he's going down the slide the other way, but, but still. But you you, you had an opportunity for Darren Waller to be Jimmy G's George Kittle. Right. In Las and Vegas, so, and now you don't. Yeah, so that, I, I'm not getting it. And. and even if they want to bring back Foster Moreau, who is a free agent and actually talked with the, the Bengals here the other day, Foster Moreau's just a guy. He's just a dude. He's, a, he's, he's just a, a guy. And yeah, he's the guy that we have talked about during the season on this show. And then he goes six feet under. Yeah. This, this is a team to watch in a relatively deep tight end class. This is a team to watch on draft day, draft weekend, whatever. Uh, this yeah. is a team to watch for, for at the tight end position, I think, but, uh, yeah, that's that's their big moves. I don't know, Jacoby Myers. He was a fantasy wide receiver too. He's probably more like a fantasy wide receiver three now to me, with two right. upside ish maybe. But like we said, he's not going to supplant yeah. Devonte Adams. He's got to learn yeah. how to coexist with Jimmy. G maybe now. he could fight off Renfro. Maybe. And and that's a maybe because you're talking about a guy in Hunter Renfro who two years ago was a top twelve fantasy PPR wide receiver. That's right. So, I mean, he's got some skill. Yeah. Um, we don't need to may, talk about it. Maybe they year. play. Maybe they play more three wide receiver sets now that they don't have Darren Waller around. Maybe we see a lot of Adams, Myers, and Renfro on the field at the same time, which is fine. But eventually, you've got to use a tight end as well. And they really do not have any. Jesper Horstead, I think, is on there. Yeah, Jesper Horstead. That there's a name that'll move the needle for you. Yeah. Uh, the Broncos, though, this team that's been active, but they've been active more so on their offensive line, bringing in Mike McGlinchey and Ben Powers were their two big moves. But well, we, we mentioned they bring in some AJP Ryan. Uh, they already have Latavius Murray. 
They bring in Samaj P. Ryan. To me, if you this, add both of those guys together, you have one running back. You have one running back, which they need because Javante Williams does not look like he's going to be ready for the season. No. From everything I've seen and everything I've heard. But then that's a little worrisome. That's a little worrisome because Javante Williams, we know, is, is talented. I think the entire fantasy world, I was not as big on him as some people were last year. The entire fantasy world was trying to make Javante Williams happen. And he just, he doesn't Didn't. have that track record to to warrant that. Does he have the physical skill? Is he fun as all hell to watch when he's healthy and running through dudes? Yeah. But he's always been a running back who shares the carries. He shared carries at North Carolina with Michael Carter. He shared carries his first year or two in the league with with uh, um, my uh, Melvin Gordon. And we know how that happened. And Melvin Gordon's out of town now, but has a Super Bowl ring to show for it. Um, but Samaje Pirine coming in, yeah, to me, signals that. Yeah, maybe maybe Williams is not going to be as healthy as we yeah. want him to be this year. To me it means that I am downgrading Williams in my, in my rankings or in, where I'm looking at drafting him uh, in redraft. I'm not moving on from him yet in, in right. Dynasty unless somebody blows me away. No, he's way too, he's way too young to move on from him from yeah. Dynasty. But uh, like you're saying, redraft, avoid. Yeah. All right, let's get uh, let's let's listen to our second spot here. We'll listen to our friends from Manscaped. Then we'll jump on the NFC uh, and the biggest moves from the NFC here after we get back from break. We have breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all your stubble and trouble with Manscaped Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. So make sure you get 20% off in free shipping when you go to Manscaped.com by using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Once again, that's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at Manscaped.com. All right. Yeah. Get yourself over there to manscaped.com. Use that promo code for belly up. Uh, you can take care of uh, your beard. You can take care of yourself down below. You can make sure that you look well-groomed for uh, for date night here. Yeah. Take care of that nose. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that, honestly, that's one of my favorite parts of the whole package that we, it is because yeah, we've, yeah, we, we both have the manscaped products, but yeah, I've listen. you can go to Walmart or Rite Aid or wherever you want to get and, pay 15 bucks for a little throwaway nose trimmer, or you can go over to Manscaped, use the promo code belly up, get yourself the discount there, grab their nose trimmer and right. really have do it come some right to your front door. 
That's right. Yeah. And yeah, and it comes right to you. You don't even have to have to leave the house. That's um, right. And going to Walmart, as we all know, is not a <laughs> no one wants to do that. <laughs> no Best one. time for me to go to Walmart <laughs> from both a from both a usability standpoint and an entertainment standpoint. I love to go to Walmart like after midnight because you're not fighting with the rest of the public. And the public that is there, it's fun to watch. So why not? <laughs> yeah. I've seen some interesting pictures of uh situations. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So moving on to the NFC, we got we, we got to hammer the NFC here and talk about right. the moves that are happening here. Let's we'll start in the East like we started in the AFC. Dallas Dallas hasn't done much from an from from a from a free agency well, they, standpoint. They, they bring well, back they Cooper did move Rush. on. They did move on from you know they mo- they've let Ezekiel Elliott go and they franchise tag Tony Pollard, yep. which is an interesting move, right? Because but I think Pollard, we all kind of saw that, that wouldn't coming. be as interesting if Pollard wasn't injured. Because he's obviously the better of the two of them. Now. And that's the one, that's the one interesting like angle on the whole thing. Because yeah, vacuum, if he doesn't get hurt, if he doesn't get injured in that last game that he played last year, I don't think anybody at this point thinks that Pollard is not the the more explosive, more versatile of the two backs. Right. Now Zeke still has something to, to offer. He he still can play that that. Early well, down hammer roll down the stretch. He, he averaged 2.0 yards per carry, but and that's he's not still, bringing it. He's I still a good 2.0 yards per carry, right? Right, right. I just fall forward and he average almost fall forward, and there's two yards right there. But he still can pass block, he's still a very good pass blocker, he's still a good all around running back. He's just it's a bad year to be out there on the market for running backs because everybody's out there for running backs. There's a ton of people out there right now. Right. And being as advanced in age as he is, and he's not an old man, but he's an old football player. Advanced no. age means you're 30 years old. Exactly. And with the glut of people out there Sometimes on the market right now at running back, and the fact that he's going to want money because he's made money, uh, it's 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 it'll be interesting to see where Zeke goes. But I think they made the right choice. I think they made the right choice between Pollard and I do Zeke. too. Um, I do too, because he wasn't going to renegotiate his deal no, or whatever. No. And um, and so I know it hurt Jerry Jones to do that. Legitimately. Yeah, and it, you know I know Jerry Jones was all like, "Oh, I'm so sorry to see him go," and practically cried himself a river. But it was the right move. <laughs> it was. So I'll tell you what, dude. I was going to move uh, on to a. I was going to move on to a Shinerbach for uh, for my next one, but. You guys can't get this unless you're up in my neck of the woods here in Northwest Wisconsin because it's a local brewery brewing project. But this is vanilla cow cow I'm having. It's a milk that stout. Good. Milk stout with milk sugar and vanilla. It's a 6.72 ABV. Wow. This is strong, but um, okay. this Although is a breakfast beer, Although I will say that man. I'm a Shiner Box supporter. Oh, right? I, so you know that. So. I got one in the wings waiting right here. Okay. I love it. I All love right. I love it. But, yeah, this is a breakfast beer. I was like, I can wow. grab another okay. one of those, man. I'm going to grab one of these and <laughs> – might have to make this a regular part of the routine. Next time I'm up in Wisconsin, I'm gonna have to look into that. Brewing project, project with a K, uh, from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which is about an hour south of me. But yeah, okay. no, they've they've done well with the vanilla cow cow. All right, anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dallas hasn't done. We did say this morning they trade for Brandon Cooks, which is nice pairing him with with CD Lamb and well, not pairing him, tripling him with with uh, CD Lamb and with. Uh, 
Michael Gallup there, but uh, otherwise yeah, Dallas that, hasn't done that, much. That's the move they don't make if Michael Gallup shows up at all last year. Right. Washington's big move appears to be letting Jarek McKinnon go and, 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 and ish getting and, Jacoby Brissett and bring in Jacoby Brissett. And I like Jacoby Brissett. I like this. I move do for too. Washington. I do too, but that's not the guy you want. I don't think if you're Washington, no, 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 no. They're looking, they're looking to move on. Sam Howell, as we've Sam heard, Howell. is QB one, but not the starter. Right. And that does not speak well of, their opinion of him right now. Right. So, but again, here's a team that needs to move on at quarterback. They need to figure it out. They have this young guy, Howell, who played right. okay in very limited time last year, but you don't know what you have in him yet. There are, this is a team that's not going to compete. This is Philadelphia's division. This is Dallas's division. This is New York's division. Any one of those, any, any two of those three teams should make the playoffs next year. All three of them could make the playoffs next year. Washington right. is not competing this year. So find out what you have at quarterback. But if Howell turns out not to be an answer, emphatically so, there are worse guys to have in that room than Jacoby yeah, right. Brissett. I absolutely agree with you on that, and especially yeah. if you've got him on your fantasy team. Yeah. Then, and you didn't, you know, get rid of him because they've got guys to throw to. Starter, yeah. Then you're in good shape. Yes. With, you definitely I love, want to keep them on your fantasy team. Speaking so. of professional football players, like I talked about kind of with Case Keenum before in it, I love Jacoby Brissett as a professional at what he does. The right. man, Look you know, at he understands year, the know, situation knowing, he's in. Right. Knowing what was going to happen to him right. at week 13. He and, could not you know, have handled played, himself better last year. He, and he, he played he played well. Yes, he did. He very, he very much did. And he did the same thing three, four years ago or whatever in, in Indianapolis, yep, right. the man he just, he is a professional. He understands the business of things. He understands his place in that business when you bring him into your organization and he's, he does what is needed of him. I have a lot of respect for Jacoby Brissett as a professional quarterback, as a, as a player, as a person. Um, and if, even if Sam Howell does work out and let's hope he does, that'd be awesome. Right, there are worse guys to have in the room. Fantasy team, you're waiting for him to make a move. So, who better to learn how to be a professional quarterback and prepare week to week and conduct yourself and lead a team than a guy like Jacoby Brissett? So, I, I love that move for Washington, even though it's not a giant needle mover, maybe social media wise, and it didn't get the big no. headline on Sports Center or whatever. I love that move for them. Right. Uh, Philadelphia. Bring in Marcus Mariota as a backup to Jalen Hurts. Another move that I like. A guy uh, who can, yeah. a guy who can play. Obviously, several notches below. Well, but, but similarly, similar. similar. I'm with you on to that. Jalen Hurts. Right. He's got. This is a guy you don't have to change the offense for. You don't have to change the Which offense is, to bring Marcus Mariota. Your, you know, this no. past year when he went down for that. What was it? Right. Right. Yeah. When it went when he went down for that three games or whatever it was, then I, this know, is this is always a move there, not the same quarterback. This is always is a now. move that I'm shocked that I mean, maybe there's something to be said for the 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 shock factor. Almost like in baseball when you you're talking about bringing in a reliever, you've had a soft tossing starter for five innings, and now you bring in a reliever who throws 103. And it's the shock factor of whole, ooh, something you haven't seen before. Yeah, Maybe there's something to be said for that. The glove and you're like, oh, crap. Right. 
maybe there's something to be said for that quarterback wise in the NFL. But in my opinion, if I'm running a franchise, I want a similar style as my backup quarterback so that I don't have to throw the entire playbook out or change things up. I don't want a statue six foot five immobile, you know, pocket passer quarterback backing up my dynamic Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts right. type running right. quarterback and, and vice versa. That. And we've seen that happen. We've seen it with you. Know, you, you you mentioned Jackson. Mm-hmm. You've got Arizona. You've got guys like you know Philadelphia. Colt McCoy is not Kyler Murray. No, in any stretch of anyone's imagination. No, but, but that's no yeah. no fault on him. No, but not at all. He's not, not all. the same kind of quarterback. And so, you know, all of a sudden you, your your guy misses four games and you go one and three and your season's over. Big time. Um, but, but I like, so I like bringing in Marcus Mariota. They was, they signed Rashad Penny. They lose Miles Sanders. They bring in Rashad Penny. This is the guy that you've watched, obviously being a, being a Seahawks right. fan. This is the guy he who's a good running back. Games, that's a good signing. He's a, and therein lies the rub friends, as does my English degree would tell you. Um, <laughs> Rashad Penny's a good running back. He is. If and when this, he's healthy. Remember this last year, he was the starter to start the season. And he Over kept the potential NFL, yeah. you know, in the running for the rookie of the year, yes, who I believe should have won it on the sideline for the first six games. Right? It was, That's I'll the tell you what. ability that Rashad Penny has. If Brees Hall stays healthy, the Brees Hall-Kenneth Walker debate for rookie of the year would have been really interesting. It would have been. Would I have love been. Brees Hall, but no, Kenneth Walker looks good. But Rashad Penny was looking good before he, he got hurt last and season. He was training hundred yards and stuff like yeah. that. And and in, earlier in the season, the Seahawks offense was cooking. Yes, they were. And who was the running back? That was Rashad Penny. Yep. Yep. And they so, were they they cooked all the way through till they got off the plane from Germany, but, um, right. (laughs) (laughs) But no, Penny can step into that Miles Sanders role. They still have Boston Scott. They still have Kenneth Gainwell. They might be able to use those two to keep Rashad Penny healthy for a while. I like his fitness offense though. I think that they've done a good job in, in replacing Miles Sanders on the way out the door, um, with, with Penny, even though there's the, the injury questions, obviously, you want to hang on to Kenneth Gainwell. You want to handcuff. Uh, you might want to handcuff Rashad Penny next year if in, in redraft with Kenneth Gainwell, but I like that move for the Eagles. I'm um, with you on that. Yeah. So like I said, if he gives you more than six games. You, you, hey, icing good. on the cake kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then the giants in the, in the East, the giants, obviously they bring the big, big, big move. They bring back Daniel Jones. They, they sign him to the big contract. I, wouldn't I have like thrown that. $40 million his way. I, I don't That's know if I would have thrown that kind of money, but I am, I'm a Daniel Jones fan. I beat the drum for him all season. You guys all heard that. You all know that yeah. he is and one of the best running quarterbacks in the game, which from a fantasy, how he had no weapons right? Well, or minimal. had to, but for, right. uh, for a fantasy for guy, Barkley, I love a running quarterback, and I love me some Daniel Jones. Um, they franchise, so obviously they will be bringing back Saquon Barkley. They traded, as we said, for Darren Waller, which is a bit of a head-scratcher on their end, too, yeah, because Daniel have, Bellinger. Daniel is Bellinger there. is a guy that I liked. I do, too. Coming especially down the stretch. He's a guy that I have on my taxi squad. Yeah. But, you know, and uh, 
I was looking to possibly bring him off the taxi squad, but now that and they've well, got Waller, he may have to sit there. But from a football standpoint, and this this will speak more to Daniel Jones' value than maybe their value, but for a team that that we've all talked about needing receiving help, now they can go into some two receiver sets, and they've got Daniel Jones and 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 Darren Waller, or they've got Bellinger and Waller to choose from for Jones. And that's not that's not bad options. That's not that's not a bad thing. I that's like right. the, I like the idea. Offense and yeah, it makes me sad as yeah. a guy who's got it's some Bellinger. Like got the bangers at wide receiver. As a guy who has some Bellinger shares in Dynasty, several in fact. Yeah, it bums me out that way. But I've also got Darren Waller on one or two of those teams too. So I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, um, I've got him in two Dynasty leagues on my you know on my side of the fence. Right. So. They also was, bring like in said, Paris Campbell. To... Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. not going to do any I'm handstands not, over I'm that. I'm not jumping about that, but they and they bring back Darius Slayton, who was their most uh, consistent okay. receiver last year. They yeah. bring back Isaiah Hodgins, who had a kind of a breakout for them. Yeah, kind of. And they bring back Sterling Shepard, who is the longest tenured giant. Got injured, yeah. was looking good until he got injured last year. So it's still I'm not, not a... ready to bring him on my team. Then what no. happened? No, fantasy wise, I'm not excited about any of those guys. Uh, but it, outside of the idea that they are familiar with 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 Jones, and Daniel Jones can put together usable fantasy days, even with that that crew, I would right. love to see them make a bigger splash. At some point, they should get Wandale Robinson back healthy. Um, it's not a receiver crew that's going to move anybody's needle. This is a bottom third of the of the league type room receiver right. room right but you but, need bottom of third wide receivers on your team <laughs> yeah right you can't have you just, all one you know, no wide receiver ones on your it's team it's just so. you would like to have one or two guys who could be a one or a two and i don't see anybody on this that's more than a two b-ish type right but um but they've got they've got guys they've brought guys back Looking at the NFC North, obviously my Packers haven't done anything because they're waiting on the Rodgers situation. They do bring back all pro returner Keyshawn Nixon, but I mean, great. <laughs> Detroit brings in David Montgomery from Chicago uh, to kind of take the Jamal Williams place. As Jamal Williams, they let Jamal Williams walk. They let him move on. The guy that led the, the league in rushing touchdowns last year. I would like this move a lot more if DeAndre Swift wasn't a thing, but DeAndre Swift is a thing. Right. And so they're not going to throw the ball thing, to Montgomery. And he would, you know, the yeah. wide, you know, the guy you just talked about that led, you know, touchdown <laughs> right. would not have been asked to, you know, turn in his playbook. Right. I, it, it sucks. Cause yeah, I mean, yeah. Will Montgomery be their short, he'll, he'll be their short down back. He'll probably move into that Williams ish role. Uh, they also brought back Craig Reynolds, which is kind of cool. If you watched uh, Hard Knocks last year, Craig Reynolds kind of a fan darling. But DeAndre Swift—it means DeAndre Swift will not get anything more rushing-wise, and it means that they're not going to throw anything to David Montgomery as much as as he could have gotten. So, right. in essence, it doesn't really help anybody's fantasy stock all that much, in right. my opinion. David Montgomery goes from being the unquestioned dude in Chicago, despite the yeah. presence of Khalil Herbert, to being, you know, I still like hopefully a, a a goal line guy, you know. So I'm a, not a great 
not a great thing from a fantasy standpoint. Minnesota brings back Alexander Madison, which would be a lot cooler if they would move on from Dalvin Cook, but they haven't done right. that yet. No, they haven't done that, and it doesn't look like they're going to do that anytime no. soon. So, you know, Madison remains just a guy. the guy who yep. you draft and, you know. He's a handcuff. Yeah, he's a handcuff guy, and that's looks like that's all he owes. Now, if Cook moves on, Madison is a guy who's a, who is a at worst, who is at worst a running back, too, in fantasy. Absolutely. But, but you're talking about this. ifs and buts and candies and nuts right. and all that. All right, right, right. So, so they do move on from Adam Thielen, which Thielen, not duh. Yeah. Adam Thielen, but that was does that necessarily that to be made? And it's a move that needs to be made, but does it do anything for KJ Osborne? Meh. Kind of does yet. have to, doesn't it? I don't know because they brought in TJ Hawkinson. So now they've got another option to throw the ball to. They don't have to throw right. the ball to whoever's their number two. And we saw that happen last year. They don't have to throw the ball to whoever's their number two wide receiver because they have TJ Hawkinson now. Right. He'll he'll get a few more catches. He almost has to because those. I'm know, still in shock at how seamlessly he fit into that team last year. Yes. And so he looked like he'd been there the whole Thielen year. Thielen is, is out there. He's yeah. checking to see which way the wind blows and. And uh, interviewing with Carolina, so, so he went from there. a number one B wide receiver to off the team, <laughs> yeah, and almost record to record pace to maybe hoping to be a safety blanket for a rookie in maybe Carolina. Um, Chicago though has been very active. As a Packer fan, I am not happy Absolutely, about what's going on you know? in Chicago, and as a Chicago would, Bear fan, you got to be thrilled. Yeah, I was I was shocked that they made that move with the first pick of the draft as quickly as they did. But uh you gotta like it. They bring in Deontay Pitt. Foreman to replace Moore. Montgomery. Yeah, you yep. got DJ they Moore. They bring in DJ now. Moore. And, so uh, now you have a number one wide receiver and Darnell Mooney still. Right. And maybe if Chase Claypool becomes what Chase Claypool looked Something. like he was going to be, his Something. his is yeah, his rookie year. There's some there's some actual right talent. I like that that they didn't move on at quarterback. No, I I I, I agree. Because if they I like Justin Fields, quarterback number one, that would have not. I mean, we're fantasy all. dudes, so we love the fact that Justin Fields can can sprint from Chicago right. to to Detroit and and get all those yards for us in a game. But watching how the man led the team this year and what kind of a leader, what kind of accountability he was, he took on himself for their, for their three wins. Uh, he's a, he's a, he looks like a leader and right. he may be, hopefully, right. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if hopefully is a strong word. I mean, you're a leader. No, but he right. looks like and, one. And he does. Look and like he, he looks like he might be the guy to change the narrative right. around the young, Ohio State quarterback. And, you know, so young, and he's got the wide receivers now, and mm-hmm. uh, and um, he's got – We know they've got they've got talent at running back with Deontay Foreman, who they bring talent in. Talent at running back. And they've Khalil got Herbert. talent at tight end. Yeah. So with Cole Komet over there. And, so, and speaking of tight end, they bring in Robert Tunyon from Green Bay. Well, now, this is, a, this is a move that – I know it's an offense that wants to use two two tight ends, and that's and that's great. I get that. Cole Komet is your tight end, and he's good, and he's young, and he's going to grow with Fields. As a guy who watched Robert Tunyon in Green Bay, as a guy fantasy wise who studied and looked at 
how Robert Tunyon scored his points fantasy-wise. Robert Tunyon's biggest ability, his best attribute as a professional football player was his ability to become friends with Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't offer anything special in the way of hands, in the way no. of getting open, in the way of blocking, in the way of running speed up the up the seam or anything. He's he's a tight end in the National Football League. More power to him. He's better at what he does than I am at what I do apparently. But his biggest asset as an athlete and as a pro, pro football player was his ability to be friends with Aaron Rodgers. His his entire worth Fantasy-wise, fantasy-wise, his entire worth is wrapped up in red zone looks and, and catching passes in the red zone. They already have Cole Komet to do that. They already have right. Mooney to do they that. Do. They already have they Chase do. Claypool to do that. And, they do and, not and, need and that. Beyond that, they've got fields to run the ball in himself. Right. So I am I am all the way out now on Robert oh. Tunyon. In nope. Don't look for Robert Tunyon on any team Wilson's no. out there anywhere yeah and i don't and i don't know how he regains any sort of he's not doing it on chicago bears I because e- no that. even if Komet gets hurt i just right. said they've already got claypool for a red zone target and and mooney who they like to use down there and like you said they've got justin fields who can run it in from the 25 they may not even be in the red zone right so i'm all the way out on 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 robert tunyon from a fantasy standpoint not as a football player i Again, guy I would like to have on my football team and did for a while, not somebody I want in, in fantasy. Uh, outside of that, though, like we said, Chicago making moves. They bring in Deontay Foreman. I think he steps right into that, that Montgomery role, which means that Khalil Herbert will not ascend to what I think we all, and I was one of the big proponents of this, I don't think Khalil Herbert becomes any kind of fantasy star. I think if one of those guys is hurt, Maybe the other one's star, value goes way he's up. He's a serviceable running back. No, keep him on your roster. He's a very yeah, good but... running back. It's just they're not going to – he's not going to be the, the unquestioned number one that he was before they signed Deontay Foreman. So NFC South real quick. Atlanta. They've done a lot with defense. They bring in Taylor Atlanta, Heineke. What do we talk – what do we think of Desmond Ritter now? That and that and that's the entire question behind around their entire team. If they think De- and Desmond Ritter didn't play, didn't acquit himself terribly last year in in limited couple games, and they were willing to bench Marcus Mariota, who was not right. killing that team, and fantasy wise was actually a no, useful piece. Last he was year. on my fantasy team, and he yeah. was a serviceable number two quarterback. He was he was a guy you could use last year. Yeah. Um, I like Taylor Heineke coming in because it gives them somebody who's a veteran option who, you know, can right. start. He's veteran. He's started with some success. And so, I th- yeah. So I think Desmond they need Ritter, to if give they were all in on Desmond Ritter. Do they make that move? I don't, I don't know they if do. they do. I think they need to give him as much space as possible because they've got a good running game with Algier down there. They've got, Pitts, they've got Drake London. Well, you know, the whole situation would be a whole lot better if Pitts could be found on game day. And that's a play calling thing. That that cannot that's not a talent thing from no. any stretch of the imagination. No. They have to figure out a way to 
scheme that guy. It, it, yeah, touches. if you're paying, you know, a coach a million dollars, you think, or whatever it is, you think that they could figure out a way to get this guy involved. How you cannot, how, why you would choose to throw the ball to Olamide Zacchaeus, who I'm sure is a wonderful human being and his mother loves him. Right. Why you would throw the ball to him more than Kyle Pitts blows me away. Why yeah, did you spend you know, the number four pick in the, the draft on a tight end if you weren't been in Atlanta? Is is as no. big a mystery as probably anything out there. And uh, I'm glad yeah. I've not, you know, given any, you know, of my <laughs> either in dynasty or redraft. I have not given any of my assets over no. to Pitts. No. No, no, not not yet. I'm, I'm, yeah. The jury is way still out on him about whether he's going to be a usable fantasy and, option and, going right. forward. Right, and what they say you need to invest in him to get him on your team is way, way too high. Probably now there, still. there have been some big moves in the South here. Now, I mean, obviously, now New Orleans brought in Drew Carr at quarterback. They brought in Jamal Williams at running back, which I think is a underrated move because we don't know what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara right? and his legal situation. Right. Which is something that they battled, you know, over remember a year ago, we were, right. we were talking about this exact same thing. And it looks him. much more likely that his situation, his availability is will be affected this year. Yes. Yeah, that's right. It That's looks right. much more likely that his availability this year will be in jeopardy than it was last year when when it when they admitted all along this was a long-term legal thing that wasn't going to play out for a while. Now there's actually been movement on that front and there is legal jeopardy for him and legal jeopardy means that you have NFL jeopardy uh, especially in Roger Goodell's Absolutely. world. Absolutely. That means more than right. NFL jeopardy because you don't even need legal jeopardy to get Right get hammered in the NFL. So I like the Jamal Williams move down there um, because Jamal Williams is a, from a fantasy standpoint, if Jamal Williams is the guy on the team, he is a guy in fantasy. We saw it last year in Detroit. We saw it in green Bay when he was a good starter. Every time Aaron Jones had to miss Jamal Williams stepped right into that same role and, and could handle it receiving wise and rushing wise. And that's a big deal in new Orleans. When you're talking about a guy who could possibly be taking the Alvin Kamara role. They did restructure some things and they kept Michael Thomas, which, okay, okay, we don't know what we still have in him. But if Michael Thomas is on the field and can draw any coverage away from your guy, Chris Olave, yeah. and from Rashid Shahid, I am all for that. Yeah. So, Chris Olave, you know, was, was a big time player mm-hmm. considering he had the, uh, you know, the red rifle or whatever <laughs> thrown to him. Yeah. And so now that he's got a legitimate quarterback, back there chris olave is a player right. i was big on him, as you know i i like year. the drew car move more on him olave than i do for car right and so uh i can safely say that uh he's the only wide receiver i'm that i would be having on team wilson as thomas i, got, I think you're gonna have to pay too much to get thomas it's not that I don't want the flyer on Michael Thomas. Absolutely. It's that I don't want to have to pay the price I'm going to have to pay yeah, to get it's Michael be Thomas. Higher than a flyer. That's yes. the problem with that. I would, re- if People I could are get, still trying to pay for his name. If I could get Michael Thomas, where I know I will be able to get Rashid Shahid, I would jump on it. I like Rashid Shahid. The, he, here's a guy who every time he touches the ball has a chance to take it the distance. He's one. He's he's one of the 
quickest and most explosive guys looks like in the entire league. Uh, they just have to be able to get in the ball more. They're not going to do that. I don't think as long as there's the Michael Thomas cloud hanging over. If I could right. get Michael Thomas where I know I can get Rashid Shahid, I would jump all over that for a flyer because you've got a chance right. to get a guy who could be who a, who has, seem to be a number, who we seem to be the number. He one, can get you 1500 yards of offense at wide receiver position. But as you've mentioned, someone is going to take Michael Thomas. Somebody's going to exactly jump on his ass in the sixth that. round when they shouldn't. Right. No, yeah, no. If he, if you're talking, you know, 11, 12 rounds, something like right. that. And he's sitting there, you know, right. that I might be willing to like, I probably going to get cut off your team at some point during the season. Anyway, I so, would love to have Michael Thomas as my fourth wide receiver on a team. That, that would be huge. But I because, can't imagine in any scenario where that no. will happen. He's, he's just he's as likely to be he's just as likely to be the sixth wide receiver on your team as he is to be the second or first wide receiver on your team. Right. In fact, maybe even more so. But and, and yeah, but yeah, there's still that like it's we know what he has been. Right. Because last if year, he can be healthy, I'm surprised that New Orleans brought him back because he pretty much we all recognize that he just was like, well. It's all about me. He's so an attitude. Play. He's definitely an attitude guy. He is a he is the prototypical in the league right now. He's the prototypical diva wide receiver, and it's unfortunate because it's like, come on, dude. Yeah, um, for someone that has not produced for two years, you need to leave the diva side, you know, right. in the ditch. Now, Tampa Bay's big move was bringing in Baker Mayfield again. That's a move. That's a move I like. I like, I like that it move. as well, and. uh He's got I think, as, about as much negative press as about anybody could possibly get, but and kind of he is so. a legitimate starting quarterback. I love what he did in Los Angeles last year. I, I think do too. He, he went proved. over there and 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 the, the Rams I think were he proved to everybody. And, he's and a pro quarterback. He's a pro quarterback. He, he is. can be. He can be, and he has been. He looked good. like he reined his ego in a little bit. Cleveland Browns were in the postseason. Right, 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 right. How many other they Cleveland won. Brown the Cleveland Browns won a freaking game like at Bernie least? Bernie Kostar, yeah, they won games, playoffs, and Cleveland in the same set. They were like they were three plays away from knocking the Chiefs out That's of the right. playoffs, right? And so, Carolina, eh. yeah. but Carolina's he went to LA, and, and and I love good. what he did in the with the Rams. I do too, year. and so he's got weapons in Tampa. Obviously, and uh, especially at receiver. Yeah, and uh, Leonard Fournette is no longer there. But no, uh, but they 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 did bring in Chase Edmonds, and I mentioned on Twitter last week that Chase Edmonds. I think we've seen the last of him as a starter in this league. I don't think he supplants uh, either Keyshawn Vaughn. I, I just or, I don't think that he or or Rashad White. I don't think he I don't think he moves ahead of either of them. I think White is your starter. I think Vaughn is your backup. I think Edmonds is veteran insurance he may or may not even honestly make the, the opening day roster but mayfield between mayfield and trask whoever wins that job whoever wins that job and i think it should be mayfield but maybe they like the 24 year old and kyle trask whoever wins that job is a is a quarterback too but with a lot of weapons to throw to so a lot of weapons a, yeah a lot of what evans you know guys like that and so yes and now we talked about Carolina. 
a little bit. Well, we mentioned Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders signed with Carolina. I like that move for them. They're, this is a team that's not screwing around. They make that move to jump up to the number one pick. Whoever is going to be their quarterback, they are they are taking the steps to surround that guy with some talent and, and to try. They sign Hayden Hurst at, at tight end, who's the best tight end they've had there since Greg Olson's glory days, in my opinion. Yeah, um, that, that's a few days ago. They bring in Andy Dalton as a as a veteran presence in that room. And again, there are a lot of guys in this league that 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 can play backup quarterback. Andy Dalton is a guy who I think has a lot to teach a young quarterback about how to be a professional, how to lead a team, how to be a professional NFL quarterback. I like that move, having a guy like Andy Dalton in that quarterback room behind whoever they take as their number one pick, whether it's Young, Stroud, Richardson, whoever. I like having a guy like Andy Dalton behind him uh, as as insurance for on-field purposes, but for mentorship and, and learning-wise and what, that, what he has to offer and teach whoever they take is with that number one pick. Um, I'm, I'm with you on that, so... Yeah, Carolina. Andy Dalton is not an exciting quarterback. Hasn't been no. an exciting quarterback for no. all but maybe Hasn't one or two seasons. For five in his years now, right? Or so. And um, but backups. But the okay. value and the value of that the move is fine. to that. Yes. That, you know, as you mentioned, Sanders. Okay. And uh, they're going to have to figure out what hey, they're going to do without DJ Moore now. We 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 but thought Dalton was a backup on more than one occasion. Yes, he did. You know, we thought Dalton was a backup last year. We thought it was Jameis Winston's job. And Andy Dalton ended up being the guy there. Andy right. Dalton still has stuff to offer in this league beyond just being an old man teacher. But right. I just, yeah, the, the, I just, the value of this move for a team like Carolina, I think we haven't even seen it yet, obviously, because we don't know who they're, who they're going to draft. But I, I really like that move from their standpoint. Um, and then finally, we move on to the NFC West. Not a ton going on out West Not a in ton. terms of fun moves. We've got the Seahawks re-signing and bringing back Geno Smith, which I really like. Seahawks have reworked That's their D-line a little bit. to make. Yes. Even though they've got the number five pick no. in the draft. You, yeah. And, I think you can move that. now you've got yeah. all kinds of which way are you going to turn. Got possible. And, uh, they can trade out of that pick. They can they trade can down. They can trade out of it, which they I don't think they can grab somebody. They yep. could. And, uh, and, and the early projections is uh, another Wilson, Texas Tech. <laughs> there you go. It's fixing the, to might be their pick. And uh, that's interesting to me because Texas Tech is known for their offense, not defense. Right. But. And so to have a guy go at the number five, potentially, and be a defensive player, that's Would be a big deal. Now they can move out of that pick. They could move down if they so choose, especially depending on depending on how the quarterback thing shakes out in front of their them. own pick later right. on in the draft. Right. So exactly. Trading down, they don't really need to do that. I don't think. And they, they don't have to. They don't have to bail on that pick. They could, but depending on how the quarterback thing shakes out in picks one through four, they could find themselves you in a real cool spot. Three of them off the board in the first four picks. But if someone pulls, if someone pulls a weird move and doesn't take that quarterback in the top four picks, like then we've got a discussion. Holy cow! Now you can you can you can command a giant price for that five. About Richardson possibly being picked 
at he could still be there. Now he they could still, still choose there. to take that guy because the Smith contract is not no. prohibitive. No, it is. They could still take a guy, and Geno can be a bridge type quarterback. And again, speaking of professionals, that'd be a great opportunity for a guy to sit behind someone for two years, learn the position, learn the daily life of the NFL, and then step in. And I don't think Gino has any illusions about who and what he is right now. I right. love that he I he love that a, he had his year. Right. He had a big season. You need to have another one. Right. Right. But uh, not Patrick Mahomes. Right? I think that they are re-signing Gino and having that number five pick from, from Denver, they are sitting in the catbird seat right now. Well, man, you talk in, about in Seattle. You know, everybody, even me, was like, oh, the end is you know, Russell Wilson, you know, era. Right. Because I've got more than one Wilson jersey in my, <laughs> right. in my closet. And so so that would be even great if they could go out and get another Wilson. I highly support that. Hey, but, yeah, uh, hey, yeah. <laughs> right. Just keep adding to the yeah, adding to the wardrobe. And uh, um, well, you know what's really exciting is is uh during the uh belly up sports coverage of the draft, I'm gonna be commenting on the first through fifth picks. So you might so have I'm an opportunity to actually talk to about your own team. And give immediate analysis of what I think of whatever it is that they wind up doing. I'll be on. I'll be on for pick sixteen so I'm looking through twenty, to and so I'm coming in right after the Packers are scheduled to pick. Now, whether they end up picking there or not, we'll see. But yeah, I'm I'm scheduled to be right after my team. But yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, not a whole lot going on in the rest of the division. Obviously, Arizona's done mostly some offensive line and defensive stuff. They're waiting to see on Kyler Murray's health. They're waiting to make yeah. a decision on whether they're going to trade D Hop. Yeah, not. they're a team that has the, a lot of yeah. question marks. The Rams, a, another team with a ton of question marks. They need money. They don't have any money to sign anybody. They, they trade away Jalen Ramsey. They don't have the draft picks now either. But yeah, because they yeah the F them you know, picks. They mortgage uh, their you know, future for right. the Super Bowl, which they probably do it a worked. thousand times over. It so. worked. I would I would take it at this point too. As as much as I love seeing the Packers be competitive every single season, um, I've tasted that Super Bowl a couple times. I would really like to taste another one. And uh, yeah, I mean, if, if the season's going to end short of the Super Bowl anyway, what's the difference if it ends short yeah. before week In 18? Or, round or, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, but uh, the only other move of significance that I see in the, in the West is a little bit of a head scratcher. The 49ers bringing in Sam Darnold. Yeah, and that was makes me wonder what the hell's going on there with. That, that was interesting because, you know, because they, they had, they could have had Jimmy G back, right? If they wanted to, probably to would have taken. But who the hell money. is their starter? Right, you've got seventeen quarterbacks all injured over there. If, and, uh, if you, know, you got Purdy, the guy that you took, you know, in the first round that you traded up for, you gave away you your traded future up for to get injured. Then you've got the guy who you took. At the very end that of the draft, ass last and right? turned out to they be a came guy out yeah. and blew the doors off the place, injured. If Lance and if Purdy are both healthy, I don't think they know. They they have no idea right who now. they and, want and, to start. And and the good news is is that they don't have to know. But I think bringing in and, Sam Darnold means they don't know who that's right. or if or they which is going to be healthy at this point. Yeah, if either of them will be healthy, so. 
That'll and be interesting. Listen, to you're going to have to keep your eyes on the San Francisco. There may not be a deeper. Maybe Justin can be our pipeline. You know, <laughs> Mr. Herrera. Yeah. There may not so. be a deeper roster in the league right. than San Francisco. And they've shown that because I thought they were the most dangerous team in the playoffs right. a year ago. I know they didn't win it, but as far as. But the problem is, uh, we've talked about it's the most important position That's in right. football. Yeah. And you don't, we don't know right it, now. If, if you have right. to start if the season, even with that healthy, roster, if both of them were healthy, then you've got a great situation. You got first world problems, but I don't think either of them are. And if you have to start that season, even with their roster, if you have to start that season with Sam Darnold as both, your starter, yeah. you are yikes. Listen, they're lucky that they're in a division with Arizona and Los Angeles right now, which is something you wouldn't have said two years ago. No, because you but thought they're lucky was strong, right one now. of the strongest divisions of football. Right. They're lucky right now that if they have to go into the season with Sam Darnold as their starter, they're lucky that their main competition is Geno Smith in Seattle right now. They're lucky. Right. And so, you know, we've seen it. Ten wins, nine wins, gets right. you in the playoffs. Right. So we'll see how they can – if they can – survive a month or so with Sam Darnold as a starter until they get either Purdy or Lance back. Well, like and I we said, say that, I, but then we don't know what they have in Trey Lance. No, we, we haven't seen enough. Have no out of him idea. Yet. They have no idea. Yeah. He's we know like we have eight passes. We know Brock Purdy years. is two touchdowns a game. <laughs> that's right. We don't know what Trey Lance is. <laughs> that's right. So that's yeah, that, that, that'll be one to watch everybody. Um, I'm not downgrading anybody on the san francisco team in no, it's the, too early for that no but i'm definitely not in redraft Upgrade. anyway i'm not looking at That's their quarterback right. position to for any money all right uh you know what we've been it's been a long show let's wrap this up uh let's talk about kevin what do you got coming up here over at belly well Sports. as you are well aware yeah. tonight at 7 p.m central is the live fantasy draft for us Belly uppers, for lack of a better. Uh, we will be live at seven o'clock. We'll be having a live, as I mentioned, draft. So if you are in fantasy baseball or looking to get into fantasy baseball and you want to see how things, because the season is still 10 days away or whatever, however many days it is. So a lot of people are going to be doing their drafts next week, probably next weekend. Yeah. So if you want to see what a, what a draft, what you might, expect what the pros are going into the draft you definitely going to want to check it out tonight at seven at central as i mentioned and uh you definitely want to get over to the uh, belly up fantasy website there is a ton of content over there especially for fantasy baseball i've gone crazy with it and uh all of a sudden you know vince our uh, esteemed colleague over there vince Vince to the right every other day (laughs) now yeah, and you got uh, Ian over Ian there. Ian Lemersall is a, yep a young guy who just you know joined up on Belly Up, and he's got articles coming out talking about guys I would have not have thought about as far as fantasy baseball is concerned. So definitely get over to the Belly Up Fantasy uh, website if you're into any fantasy sports because you know basketball and football and fantasy oh, yeah. are both in the playoffs right now. There's still stuff going on. Yep. Okay, so if you're into any of that stuff, and obviously you are because you're here, you want to get <laughs> right. over to the Belly Up Fantasy website, check out what's going on over there, 
Then once you're done with that, for real sports, go up to the Belly Up Sports site. And uh, there's stuff over there. So things are cracking on Belly So listen, right go easy on me tonight because this is my first fantasy baseball draft ever. I'm really interested I thought I knew what kind of philosophy listen, you bring to this I draft. thought I knew baseball. I watch, I love baseball. Some of my great, my best memories, uh, you know, with my dad growing up or talking about baseball and going back and we would pick our all-time lineups of, you know, who, who yeah. we wanted in each position. I love, I, yeah, I love baseball. I thought I knew baseball, and then I started looking at it fantasy. I'm like, I have no idea who some of these guys are. How do I know? So remind yeah. us what uh, what pick you have. I'm I'm at number six. I'm kind of in. So the, you're right before me. I'm and number I, seven. And, and we're so right on the I'm line. Looking, what you do is going to pivot my draft one way. Right, or the other. and we're right on that line between kind of the no the the can't miss hit prospect guys. And right. Do we start to take a do we start to take a, a starter a pitcher? You know, yeah. At least from what I've done, at. I'm sure you. I've done some mock drafts, and that number seven pick has been, you know, different as everywhere. Anytime. It's all over the board. Yes. And so, yeah, and, and draft with a bunch of pros. Like, yeah, I feel, I'm. Yeah, I feel like a rookie because I am a rookie at this. I, I've never done it before, but I. Yeah, I'll be on. I'll be on for rounds eight through nine tonight too. So I will be on. I'll be on there with you. This is our. This is only, we're only getting started today, you and I. That's right. But, uh, yeah, like tune said, into that at tonight. Seven o'clock. It goes live. Excellent. The draft will be on the clock at seven o'clock <laughs> with the first pick. And uh, uh, I had the first pick a year ago. Ooh, and uh, yeah. of course, you know, that was a certain pitcher and outfielder from the Los Angeles Angels. And uh, if you have the first pick, that needs to be your first pick. So yeah. we'll see hey. if he listens to that advice or not. He's so usable. Yeah, I mean, when he's yeah, got eligibility across the he board. He 300 more points than anyone else in fantasy baseball uh, a year ago. We're talking Aaron Judge. Well, and, and we're playing head-to-head head points, too. We're not playing categories. Right. No. So, yeah, we're head we're head-to-head. Head. So, I like that because you're going head-to-head head with people. You can get two starts a week can, out of him from a pitching standpoint. You can get all the hits and home and runs right. during the week you from him. in your lineup six days a week. <laughs> right. Five days. Right. So, so it's going to be real interesting to see what's happening. So you definitely want to be there. At definitely. Tune in. Check us all out. See us tonight. We'll see you there. Uh, otherwise, hey, until next week, we hope you guys all – yeah, hey, we know people will be having baseball drafts, but your uh, your dynasty your dynasty leagues are still in full swing. Should be in full right, swing right now. You should be working trade wires. You should I'm be in two dynasty at, leagues, and yep. they both got renewed this past week. And I already had to make some difficult decisions because I had guys on IL or IR or whatever the right. heck you call that that you I had to look and I had to cut them loose. Or you're going to keep them. Another, yep. And I have Jordan Love on my taxi squad that I had to move onto my. You got now. Roster. You have to have him. He's a starter. You got to have so, him now. Yeah, so couldn't so that this couldn't come at a better time. Aaron Rodgers moving up. <laughs> All right, we will see. Yeah, for everybody who tunes into the uh, sports stove tonight, we will see you then for the draft. Right. Otherwise, we will see you back here next week, same bad time, same bad channel. Uh, head on over to BellyUpFantasySports.com. Check all of our stuff out there. But until then, Slangeva, everybody.